was clear that Americans were taking longer to grow up and much longer to grow old. Uh, and that shifted all the stages of adulthood ahead by, at that time, five to 10 years. Now it's more like 10 to 15. Most middle-class Americans, I find, don't really cop to being adult until they're about 30 now. So the first adulthood, one could say, really extends from basically 30 to 50. Um, and so much has to be compressed into that time. Uh, all the decisions about uh, pursuing career, taking a more scenic route, uh, to get married, to have children, in what order? We don't do this in the normal order anymore. Um, and <clears throat> then a woman gets to 50, and there is this vast new territory out in front of her that extends beyond where she can possibly see, although I often think of it as standing on the, on a, on the top of a mountain uh, where you have a 360-degree view in all directions. You can see where you've, the, the territory you've traversed, and you can see where you've been on track, where you've taken a little detour, where you've really gone off track, how you got back on. So you can correct for a lot of those um, inefficient uh, footsteps. And out in front of you, you see a territory that stretches for the average woman who reaches age 50 to her high 70s. If she's free of cancer and heart disease at that point, she can expect to live into the age of 92. Uh, and I've often said, you know, whoever prepared us for the possibility we might live long enough to forget the name of our first husband. <laughs> Stop applauding. <laughs> Uh, and 3 million boomers are expected to live to beyond 100. So it might be you. We don't get to choose. Uh, so we're going to have to really think hard about how to make the most of planning and preparing for and living through all these marvelous seasons ahead. Um, I wonder how many of you have found a good guide uh, for living those seasoned years. I can't see you because the house lights are down, but if anybody has found a really good guide, clap loud. Okay, there's some stuff going on out there. I'm happy to hear that. Um, I've been studying uh, what I call seasoned women for the last several years. Uh, my book is titled Sex and the Seasoned Woman. Um, but frankly, those first three letters are very helpful for getting people into the tent. Um, but it's about a lot more than sex. Um, the subtitle really says it. It's about pursuing the passionate life. Uh, finding passion in your work, finding passion in your relationships, finding passion in your spiritual life, in community, finding and keeping your passion for life. Because passion is the central, basic motivator of human activity. This subject is not the same, and the, the, the phases that I've uh, delineated are not the same as the stages of adult development and the passages between them, those happen anyway. And in each passage, you have the chance to either make a leap forward developmentally or get stuck and sometimes go backwards. But there is a real growth period potential. Um, but pursuing a passionate life is an elective. It's a conscious choice. It requires taking the risk of change. And not just aging, but growing 
daring, re-dreaming. So let me start with a definitive statement. For women who find their passion and have the courage to pursue it, the decades from 50 onward are the most satisfying decades in a woman's life, a whole second adulthood. But you wouldn't know it from watching TV series uh, or uh, commercials that feature 35-year-olds faking being 50 or 60. And of course, sex in the older woman used to be an oxymoron, rarely mentioned in the same breath. Uh, Even as late as uh, 1996, 10 years ago, our largest single sex survey uh, since the Kinsey report didn't bother interviewing Americans over 59. Uh, it was assumed that a woman's sexual pilot light simply was extinguished by menopause, and she was content to slip into the desexualized role of grandmother or caretaker for whatever members of the family got old or thirst or complained the loudest. Um, but, you know, do people really think that we hit 50 and then give up uh, all the delights of touching and being touched for some hobby utilizing yarn? I- I have nothing against knitting, but, you know, it's fairly limited. Um, Seasoned women are rediscovering who we are or who we set out to be before we became wrapped up in the roles of our first adulthood. Uh, In our first adulthood, most of us survive by learning how to please and perform for the powerful people who protect and reward us, Um, our parents, teachers, then our mates, our children, Uh, our bosses, and by our mid-40s, we're we're looking for greater mastery, mastery over our immediate environment, uh, over our emotional inner environment, over our physical um, bodies, and certainly over our work lives. Uh, So the great transition in the passage from first to second adulthood for women, I see as moving from pleasing to mastery. Uh, There's a vast MacArthur study on aging that's found that most women achieve some major life goal in what decade would you imagine? 30s? 40s? In their 50s or 60s? Uh, And that affirms what I've learned from interviewing uh, 400 women across the country and then meeting hundreds more as I've been traveling around talking about a seasoned woman. So at 50, at last, women feel the freedom to make choices for themselves without guilt. Uh, They realize, many of them, that they need a new dream to enliven the many seasons ahead. And they might sound like one of my interviewees who said, I spent 50 years of my life pleasing everyone else, and now she said, there are some people I still want to please. I'm more selective. And the rest can just go fly a kite. (laughs) So how do I define a seasoned woman? Well, She's spicy. She's been marinated in life experience. Um, She could also be described as like a complex wine. She can be alternately uh, sweet or tart, sparkling or mellow. Uh, She's maternal and playful. She's assured, uh, resourceful, alluring. She may be married or happily single, uh, but she knows who she is or who she intends to be. Uh, And she could be any one of us, as long as her mind and heart are open to pursuing a passionate life. How old is a seasoned woman? Well, I give the same answer that 
Aunt uh, Vera gave to her friend Auntie Mame. And she said, Vera, how old are you? Vera said, mm, somewhere between 40 and death. More than half of the 78 million boomers uh, are now are women who occupy the entire territory of early midlife, 41 to 60. And of course, in this year, almost a million of the earliest boomer women will celebrate their 60th birthday. Maybe her friends will tell her at the party, oh, great, 60 is the new 40. Um, or 50 is the new 30. Well, I don't subscribe to that mantra. Because most women I've talked to at 50 wouldn't want to go back to being 30. Um, it's, there's too much frantically to squeeze in fitting career building and child uh, care and a few moments of private time with a husband or boyfriend between what's for dinner guilt and getting their nails done and mostly exhausted sex. So I think it's better to say 50 is the new 50. 60 is the new 60, and that's what's great about it, because 50 and 60 are like they've never been before. It's a huge cultural shift, and yet our uh, marketing environment hasn't caught up. Boomer women uh, between the ages of 40 and 60 are better educated, more affluent, uh, more independent than any generation of midlife women in American history. And many have been earning partners with their husbands, chief purchasing agents for their families. And they're just ready at 50 to take off with uh, choices uh, that are really about an independent life. Uh, they're working longer, out of choice or necessity. The number of women aged 55 and older in the workforce is predicted to increase.